0: Which one is the boy with the reddish-brown hair? I asked. I peeked at him from the corner of my eye, and he was still staring at me, but not gawking like the other students had today. He had a slightly frustrated expression. I looked down again.
1: That's Edward. He's gorgeous, of course, but don't waste your time. He doesn't date. Apparently none of the girls here are good-looking enough for him.
0: She sniffed a clear case of sour grapes. I wondered when he'd turned her down. I bit my lip to hide my smile. Then I glanced at him again. His face was turned away, but I thought his cheek appeared lifted, as if he were smiling too. special little project it's a podcast called edward is a vampire colon a twilight podcast
1: important content for the people
0: for the people this is
1: the people's pod
0: this is the people's pod and i am the people's maggie
1: i am chris team uh uh, charlie and carlisle charlisle charlisle
0: i um if we're coming out with our ships no pen intended um i am team bella and rosalie if you asked me three days ago who, what my favorite gay ship was, it would have been Bella and Alice, but I'm here to stan Bella and Rosalie. And I'm here as someone
1: who read the same chapter as Maggie did, and I'm going to say, I don't know Rosalie. Is, is she the one with um, the swimsuit model bod?
0: Yep. <laughs> She's described as being i uh, I'll read it right now, <laughs> as being a, someone who may as well be in Sports Illustrated, who's so hot, she makes other girls feel less hot. By just being around. Her. <laughs> wow!
1: Can't wait to dive deep into uh, the inner psyche of Bella.
0: Welcome to our podcast, Queering Twilight, mm.
1: <laughs> from um, WNYC, WNYC Studios. W-N-Y-C, please hire us. <laughs> we'll take it.
0: We're also uh, taking applications for all Volvo spawn. Volvo, if you're out there listening, this is the content you should get into.
1: Nothing feels quite like a Volvo.
0: You know what the cool rich kids drive? Volvo.
1: Volvo. (laughs) Oh, I'm excited. It's going to be fun.
0: We're doing this because we think it's so fun. We love it. We know you love it. We know you were obsessed just like I was. But we also know that you won't sit down and reread them now. So we, the people, are doing it for you.
1: It's going to be fun. And I know, Maggie, um, you want to do 52 books um, for the week of 2020 yeah and so this is like a nice easy breeze for you
0: yeah this is um i'm just reading them in between my other reads oh (laughs) this week i read a book called station 11 incredible i highly recommend um if you're listening out there and you want to slide into my nasty dms
1: and let me tell you folks her dms be nasty.
0: Sticky. Sticky. Deems, do the kids call it that?
1: Deems? Deems. No, no one calls them that.
0: Okay, well, slide into my sticky deems. <laughs> and le- <laughs> let me know if you have read it. It's very good. Um, It's about traveling actors. It's post-apocalyptic. It's fun.
1: I love a plug at the top.
0: Yeah, this is a plug for something else. But it's important <laughs> for us. While we dive back into 08- Culture. It's important to, for us to remember that here we are in twenty honey.
1: Oh, Maggie's Twenty also,
0: honey. <laughs> Maggie's twenty honey.
1: Going. Uh, twenty
0: honey. Oh. Um. While we're here, I think we should also talk about the culture that's happening now, baby.
1: Oh yeah, we gotta baby. look back and look forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. What's not? What I'm not doing is looking forward on the subway when I'm reading Twilight. I feel very <laughs> self conscious about it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we definitely have them. Both Chris and I have the motion picture cover edition.
1: So it's Kristen Stewart and um, Edward Cullen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, Ed Sheeran, a famous actor who played Robert Pattinson
1: in the movie. Ed Ed Sheeran Sheeran plays
0: Robert Pattinson, who plays Edward Cullen in the movie. Right. Is now the moment to bring up that. Robert Pattinson never learned Emma Watson's name when they were shooting <laughs> Harry Potter. There's a behind-the-scenes thing where Emma Watson is like, hey, Robert. And he's like, oh, hey, buddy. Oh, no. And she's like, Emma. My name is Emma. I'm second on the call sheet, Robert.
1: You see that every day. What's funny is after reading um, these intro chapters to Twilight is that's a very Edward thing to do. Yes. Except Edward it's would actually like know net. her name. Yeah
0: um my that's book horrible my book uh has the price tag from walmart right over edward's face we bought them used on amazon but they, yeah. at some point they were bought from the romance section of walmart not the ya section the romance section that's of that's funny um for 5.97
1: mine is um untouched on the on the front it's um i wouldn't call it mint condition because it's not. Looks like it's been in the hands of many a sticky tween.
0: <laughs> Slide into those DMs and tell us if you were oh, a sticky tween. I do not
1: want sticky tween DMs.
0: <laughs> no, no. If you were one, if you are one, please stay out of my DMs. If
1: you are a sticky <laughs> tween, <laughs> turn this off now. Yeah,
0: this is an X <laughs> X, 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 X X X X X rated pod.
1: It is a This na- is
0: Twilight for boys only. This
1: is a boys only Twilight Nasty Boys podcast. <laughs> that I was talking to Maggie and I was like, "Okay, what can we name our podcast? I'm going to call it uh Nasty Boys for <laughs> sticky Twins only."
0: <laughs> That's our new uh tomboy underwear company. It's for twinks.
1: Uh twinks don't wear tomboy undies. I don't know what a tomboy undie is.
0: I don't know what they... That's not a type of undie. You're thinking oh. of boy shorts.
1: Oh. Which is the tomboy... You're thinking undie. of boy George.
0: Ah, uh, sure. sure. <laughs>
1: um,
0: anyway, my book cost us $5.97, so if you're on Venmo, we do accept cash donations in the amount of five ninety seven.
1: Only in five ninety seven increments.
0: Yeah, like if you want to give us $1,000 so that we can rent a recording studio so you don't have to hear like vacuuming or police sirens, then uh, please... Send it in, you know, I can't do math, but that many 597 increments.
1: I I'm, i Maggie, I apologize. I was not listening to you. <laughs> I was reading the blurb of this book. you
0: told me that in this take, we had to pay attention to each other.
1: Don't let them know this is the, not the first time we've recorded the Guys, intro. We
0: recorded this at least one other time.
1: Um, our, so our podcast is named Edward is a vampire because that's what Bella knows. Uh spoiler uh, spoiler alert on one point. The back of our blurb does say first Edward was a vampire. So we gotta We gotta
0: read it. Welcome guys, to. to oh, yeah, oh, uh, No, no, no. no, no. Oh, please please sir, okay. sir please sir
1: <laughs> Um Hi everyone, my name's Chris. Um uh, and this is Edward Was a Vampire. I'm hosting it by myself.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maggie was a podcast host. <laughs> 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 got her. <laughs>
1: That's why I'm, that's I'm hosting a real no, boys only podcast. I should say go to my Patreon. It's called Boys 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 Vampire. Vampire. It's one of those Patreons where they draw like a uh, Sherlock kissing homes, but like they make people pay
0: for it. You said Sherlock <laughs> kissing homes. So just the man Sherlock is going around kissing people's doors, kissing homes. Not Holmes, homes. <laughs> You got me. You got him.
1: Guys, I'm not a Sherlock fan. This um, is not a Sherlock podcast.
0: I want to say, if you guys want us to read Twilight fanfics, please slide into our DMs. Actually do
1: slide into our DMs. Let us know.
0: Yeah. We are having... We Basically, what we're going to do today is we read the first three chapters. We're going to very briefly recap them. And then we're going to talk... Today, we're going to like dive into characters because it's the first one. But basically each time we're going to like talk about the things that we think are the craziest or the funniest about whatever chunk we're reading. Um, but then there's always time for like little segments. If you want to be a guest on this pod, we will take you on as long as you have a take.
1: Yeah, As long as you it have. It doesn't
0: have to be a good one. It just has to be a take.
1: We're excited to share this. Uh, we've talked to people and we think that there's a groundswell <laughs> movement of people. Who-
0: <laughs> of people being like, yeah, why did we do that?
1: It's been a decade, and we haven't discussed enough how Twilight affected our growing, undeveloped brains
0: to make us hornier and more suspicious. I will of say, the world. I was never
1: horny at this book, then or now. Speaking okay. for me, I'm oh, bragging you a about teen girl. I'm bragging about how I was never a teen girl. Um, spoilers for everything about Twilight that we will misremember. If Please you're precious,
0: don't slide into our deems to tell us that we forgot that Jasper's last name is Hale and not Colon.
1: Oh gosh. We'll be back. We'll be back.
0: Lightning reflexes. Power steering. Air conditioning cold as ice. Pale leather interior. Say it out loud. Volvo.
1: Twilight by Stephanie Meyer begins with a Bible verse, Genesis 2:17 "But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, or in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die."
0: Then, after a brief table of contents <laughs> a not so brief table of contents, um, there's a preface wherein we learn that Bella. Is about to die, but in the place of someone she loves, she considers it an honorable death.
1: Chapter one of Twilight. Bella is leaving Phoenix, leaving her mom to move to Forks, Washington with her dad, Charlie.
0: Once she gets to Forks, she goes into her old room and then immediately starts school the next day at Forks High School.
1: She meets a bunch of new classmates. They're very nice to her. The people who really stand out are the Cullens, beautiful, attractive, mysterious, adopted siblings who eat at their own lunch table.
0: When she gets to her next period, which is biology, she's sitting next to the youngest of the Cullens, Edward, and he seems very tense, almost ferocious, has coal black eyes and is really mean to her the whole time and then runs out of class.
1: Chapter two. Edward's no longer at school, and honestly, Bella's super chill about it because she's (laughs) scared of Edward, the man who hates her.
0: About a week goes by, and Edward still doesn't come back to school. Then one day at lunch, he just appears there.
1: They have biology together, they're doing an experiment Bella has already done before. So she can be super cool around her new crush, Edward, who's also being much nicer now.
0: Now he's curious about her. They have a long conversation about why Bella moved. He's much calmer, kinder. His eyes are now a mysterious gold color. But when she asks about it, he lies and says he didn't get contacts and he doesn't know what she means.
1: Finally, our romantic lead is romantic-ish, but still a mystery. <laughs>
0: Chapter three, it's snowing. Bella hates the snow, but she manages to get to school without falling on the ice or getting into a car wreck.
1: In the parking lot, she's almost hit by a skidding van sliding on the ice. Suddenly, she's safe, and Edward's on top of her. She's like, whoa, dude, I think you stopped that van with your body? At the hospital, he's like,
0: no, 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 I did not. And his dad is like, huh, mm, no, Uh, gotta go.
1: So, Bella's pissed because she's like, y'all be lying to me, and she's mad, but also she does have a good dream about Edward that night.
0: And that's the first three chapters
1: of Twilight. So, from page one of this book, I couldn't help realize... That there, are, uh, Bella chooses spe- very specific words in her narration. <laughs> like in page, one, <laughs> on page one, she calls it uh, Forks an inconsequential town. She says there's an omnipresent shade, um, and then that she's compelled to spend a month, which seems. very specific choice for a teen to make, as if she's studying for the SATs.
0: I feel like now is a great time to mention that there was a Twilight SAT vocabulary flashcard set that was branded and sold that way. But
1: what do you mean?
0: I mean that you could study for the SATs with like black and red font words, and they would use examples from the book as the definitions.
1: I love teachers... T- desperate to get kids to, to, learn pay, to pay attention. And they were like, um, this is the only thing we can pull from Twilight is mm-hmm. uh, uh, branding flashcards.
0: So not only um, did they sell Twilight branded necklaces, but also just like vocab books. Also
1: vocab books.
0: Um, which brings me to something I think we should do, which is Word of the Week. Word of
1: the Week. Word of the Week. Um word not words for the week. Words for the week for me are gonna yeah. be toughen up. <laughs> Loser <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're weak. Oh no. Oh, those are words for the for week. For the week. W-E-A-K.
1: Uh-huh. I, I have see. an English. Tough
0: it up. You weakies You weakies This That's is a podcast first. Insult. You weak. <laughs> oh, I like, oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> I love, but, you my <laughs> wiki. Uh. Okay, so my word of the week I think is a truly insane word to be in a novel ever, but certainly this novel. The word is ochre. That's O C H E R. For those following along at home, it's on page forty-six of Twilight. Bella says, "Today his eyes were a completely different color, a strange ochre, darker than butterscotch." But with the same golden tone. Ochre, according to the dictionary, um, means an earthly pigment containing ferric oxide, typically with clay, varying from light yellow to brown red. Just say gold, Steph.
1: <laughs> no one needs to be reading ochre. It's funny because like what teen knows that unless no like one. maybe if Bella's like an artist? Or, like, a poet, you know?
0: Yeah. But it's also an ugly word. It sounds like a word that means, like, hillbilly. What? He's just some old ochre. <laughs> that ochre is just a crazy old man.
1: What
0: are you talking about? You don't think that that sounds like that?
1: You're th- I think you're thinking of okra just because no, it's No, no, the no. South. I'm not. And I There's think like, this is a regionalist.
0: No, no, no. There's, like, a word that means this that means, like, simple minded, ogre. No, but also I am thinking of euchre, the Indiana card game. Ochre, euchre, and I'll think of of oaf. It's all sort of the same thing. Ochre, it's an ugly word.
1: Well, my word. Yeah. um, Yeah, go ahead. Is much more English. Okay. By that I mean British. Okay. Which is the word wool gathering.
0: Wool gathering.
1: One word, wool gathering.
0: Like to gather a sheep's wool. Yes. Okay.
1: Used in a sentence. (laughs)
0: Where are you getting this sentence from?
1: Um, Page 51 of Stephanie Meyer's Twilight (laughs) in the 2008 movie reprint. (laughs) He shiverless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to go back. We're going to go back. (laughs) (laughs) One one, one more more time, boys. And curtain.
1: (laughs) He shiverless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Everybody back to one. Back to one. House lights down. And curtain. (laughs) he shiver shiver, (laughs) that should have been my word here i'm gonna dub i'm gonna overdub (laughs) you say the first part i'll overdub your word and then we'll keep going ready okay
1: He, he chivalrously covered my position as well as his own so my wool gathering was only interrupted when it was my turn to serve my team ducked warily out of the way every time i was up
0: So I understand that she's clumsy, but I truly have no guess what wool-gathering means in this So
1: wool-gathering means, um, here's just the quote, Mm -hmm. it means to go wool-gathering means to indulge in aimless thought, daydreaming, (laughs) or fruitless pursuits.
0: Why would she not say daydreaming? Daydreaming.
1: Interrupt my daydreaming. I said interrupt my wool-gathering. I try to look up where it comes from. No no one can really know. Um,
0: Do you think like shepherds on the hill... Or gathering sort wool of. And just like dreaming. Sort of.
1: So it was like written in it, it, pretty much unchanged meaning. The first writing was like in the 17th century. Um, but it looks like scholars think it was from around before then. But no one can pinpoint. So they're just guessed. It's Ga- sort
0: of like dream weaving. Guesses
1: being like kids picking up um, sheep's wool off of like um, bushes. Like when sheep rub up and stuff. Mm. So like kids are like walking around like picking wool for whatever reason. But that's what she's doing. Instead of daydreaming, she's wool gathering.
0: I just don't think it works in the context. That looks like she literally typed into a thesaurus daydreaming and thought, sure, wool gathering. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense in the context. No, not at all. I love Word of the Week. I
1: love Word of the Week. <laughs> and don't forget, my word my, my word for the week is toughen up. It's it up. And learn how to pronounce
0: severously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you freaking... <laughs> you weaky. okay let's talk about bella yeah i want to point out to the readers at home and to you in case you didn't notice
1: you have some agro energy about bella <laughs>
0: because this is insane to me <laughs> and i love it for her is that when she comes fresh off the boat fresh to the boat the sky boat the aeroplane? I, I've
1: i I've always... That's why they call airplane pilots captains.
0: She is rocking high femme lace sleeveless realness. The first thing we learn about Bella Swan is that her favorite shirt is a sleeveless white eyelet <laughs> lace <laughs> tank. Who knows? This Greek Arizona goddess.
1: Yeah, she's, she's pulling out like desert... Uh, music festival.
0: She's like gardening in the desert.
1: It plays into what we learn later, which is she, uh,
0: it's an old soul. She's an old soul, but you know what else we learn about her in those first pages? She loves the sun.
1: She loves that dang sun. She
0: loves Phoenix, and she loves
1: the sun. Which... (laughs) Which is insane. Which is just a detail to make us, to give her another thing to hate about Forks, but like, come on. (laughs) Who's like
0: you know what? My character loves the, the sun. sun.
1: You know when you're like writing a character sheet so you can learn more about them so mm-hmm. you like know all about like their grandparents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Favorite thing? The sun.
0: I'm like, you know, she's afraid of growing older. <laughs> she's... Uh, well, she
1: is. Uh, spoiler alert. She <laughs> desperately wants to be an immortal vampire. So, <laughs> in a way. She's afraid
0: of growing older. She um, is afraid of her mom getting Alzheimer's. Yeah. She loves. Wait, wait hey, chocolate hey, Ma- chip
1: Maggie. Are you just talking about you? Yeah, yeah. She
0: loves chocolate chip cookies, and she loves the sun. Those are just a few things about me, Bella.
1: <laughs> As we read more, I think Maggie's gonna more and more absorb her yeah! personality. Ooh, was that the intro? That was
0: like a, was like a what? That, here's me getting absorbed into Bella.
1: <laughs> I said from three miles away. Uh, more and more into Bella as we read on, and hopefully I become more and more like Charlie.
0: <laughs> Charlie is a king. A king. Um. Other than that, we don't learn a lot about Bella.
1: It's hard to pinpoint Bella.
0: She is. We're told things about her, but we don't see all of them. No. Like we're told that she's funny and sarcastic. But the one joke she makes is that she's part albino. And when the nerd doesn't laugh at her, she's like, well, he's just a stupid nerd.
1: <laughs> she does not take criticisms well.
0: <laughs> no, she does not. She's very teen, though It's we're told, we're drilled into our head that she's an old soul. But she acts like a teen at every step.
1: You know what she doesn't act like a teen is when she um, insisted that she was going to buy herself a car. <laughs>
0: Where did she get the money, Chris? She has
1: one bag of clothes, and <laughs> she says, I'm going to buy myself a car, which might be the most teen thing she's done.
0: <laughs> all of her clothes fat fit in one suitcase. It took one trip to back all of her earthly possessions back into her new house. Because she has house. nothing
1: that's like good for um, the the wet Northwest. She only has
0: <laughs> a thousand, several thousand dollars in one lace eyelet shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the that's kind of dream i want to live get put me on a bus to anywhere for a thousand dollars and an eyelet shirt
0: the reason she can't keep her clothes is because she's constantly falling so she scuffs all her
1: clothes <laughs> she um in total i think um <clears throat> i was following how clumsy she was you were um <laughs> she let's see chapter one she, folder four references <laughs> to um, her falling, to her clumsiness chapter <laughs> two we have two chapter three we have two so the first three chapters um, we have mostly eight, we have eight uh clumsiness um Rats. references which are not only her saying I'm so clumsy but her also saying like oh we're playing dodgeball and I hit my teammates in the head because I'm such a <laughs> stupid idiot she's very mean to herself <laughs> um at one point she like sees edward and biology and she just trips over her own feet
0: i think it's supposed to be endearing her. it is supposed to be endearing and honestly it is when i'm most endeared to oh because
1: she's the other things that i like about her i like that she like cares for her parents but i don't mm. care that she's clumsy
0: i think my favorite bella moment of these chapters favorite is there's a moment when she after she gets hit by the car and she before all the people rush over to her and it's just her and edward She's trying to convince him to tell her that he stopped the car with his bare hands. And the, the wording, I don't think I can find it this fast, but the wording is basically like, I knew I was right, and I'm going to make him tell me I was yeah, right. I l- and I'm like, you go, girl. And
1: th- once she like that chapter, uh, she became the most interesting to me because she finally <laughs> had an opinion, which was her like, opinion was I'm like suspicious.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to make him tell me why I'm suspicious.
1: Yeah, I liked her self-assuredness. Uh, it was the most that I liked her, and it's unfortunate that it took Edward to get that out of her. But t- t- take who you can get, I guess. A part of me wants to like Bella. I think mostly because she's the protagonist, and I should. Um, but also, there's she's our way in, so might as well buy in.
0: I um like you were keeping track of clumsiness. Speaking of our way in, as angsty, as the angsty teens we are, I was keeping track of references to how sad Bella is. <laughs> and for these, I think we really need to return to the text. Oh. Um, starting on page nine. So we're right off the bat here. Um, she says, it was nice to be alone, not to have to smile and look pleased a relief to stare dejectedly out the window at the sheeting rain and let just a few tears escape. I wasn't in the mood to go on a real crying jag. I would save that for bedtime, when I would have to think about the coming morning. This Emily Dickinson poem.
1: Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> it's not poem what I
0: wrote. I wrote Jesus, period.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, Bella made a big choice. We learned that she moved to Forks because... um. Her mom is now dating this like amateur baseball player who travels a lot, and her mom couldn't travel with Bella. So Bella's like, final get out of your hair and live with my dad in this place I don't like. Which is like such a weird noble thing for this kid to do.
0: And it's so weird for the mom not to be like
1: Oh, no. this is gonna break my daughter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> On page eleven, so just two pages later, she says, I didn't sleep well that night, even after I was done crying.
1: <laughs> I laugh only because it's stark it's so sad. It's starkly sad.
0: Um, I'm sorry I keep reading him but it's so crazy. The end of chapter 1 ends I headed back to Charlie's house fighting tears the whole way there.
1: She needs to let him go. She needs, she needs to, to cry.
0: Cry, baby.
1: Baby girl, you got to cry. And
0: then Edward leaves for the rest of that chap for the most of chapter 2 and she doesn't cry as much. Um in chapter 3 she says, it might just be safer for me to go back to bed now. And that's first thing in the morning when she wakes up.
1: Oh We've all had those warnings though. Mm-hmm. Bella. It might just be safer for me to go back to bed.
0: 2020 might be safer for me to just go back to
1: bed.
0: Yeah,
1: she is sad. It permeates a lot.
0: She also claims she never thought much about dying. But then on page 65, this is the last really sad thing from these three chapters. She's staring at Edward, trying to get him, get him to tell her why he saved her, basically, how. And she says, it was like trying to stare down a destroying Angel. Why did you even bother, I asked frigidly. And then he pauses and seems sad and says, I don't know. He asked why he saved her life. I love the teen drama.
1: Yeah, the, the drama that happens in that once an incident finally happens mm-hmm. is, is engaging. Hard to follow as a reader.
0: My favorite is that Stephanie Meyer and Bella together, as a pair, um, break down what adrenaline does.
1: I was there's a wasted so
0: paragraph where she's like, "These things didn't happen at once, but it was kind of like that. It was like, it was like, it wasn't happening at once, but like it did seem that way. It it's wasn't. Like, in it's slow not slow motion. motion like
1: in movies. It's called adrenaline. It makes you." Think things are in
0: She assumes we know what ochre and wool gathering are, but does take the time, a whole paragraph, to describe what <laughs> adrenaline might do to you in a situation.
1: <laughs> so it's hard to know at any point where Bella, as a narrator, trusts us. <laughs> the answer is never? Always a never.
0: A classic Bella thing to say always oh, and never.
1: She needs to make her mind up when she decides when to tell us things.
0: The next day at school was better
1: and worse. This week, nothing really happened, but I'm going to go for three pages explaining things that <laughs> happened, which is something that's uh, endearing, because it's like, I think you just need to believe in yourself. To me, it reads as, this teenage girl's been told her ideas are bad, so she stupid, needs to hedge stupid, them.
0: Stupid, stupid, yeah, That's what she says. She calls herself
1: stupid for liking Edward, which is true, but… <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. At any point, you could like go to the top of a page and then turn to the top of the next page, and you would be talking about the same thing.
1: It's like in the Good Place uh, TV show when Chidi is writing his uh, thesis, <laughs> and then at like the end of a thousand pages, he writes. But also, the opposite could be true. <laughs>
0: that's that, every paragraph. <laughs> that's every
1: paragraph of this book.
0: <laughs> um, I think the a big thing that happens with Bella is that. She has a horrible time talking to anyone. She consistently says she's an outsider, but anytime someone tries to take her hand and bring her into the inside, she's like, ugh, they're annoying.
1: Yeah, She's
0: very judgmental while
1: being judged. It's a real beggar's can't be chooser situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you said, she really judges a lot, but also she's so terrified of being judged herself. Maybe that's why teens like it. Mm -hmm. Because she's so full of the contradictions that make it impossible to follow her as a narrator but you can kind of see or imagine a through line of like I can see the person that you are inside but you're just like you don't know how to express those feelings yet And then finally Is when, that being too generous? No. To no, I think that's totally true cuz when you're a teen reading
0: it you're like this is just like That's me. how I feel. This is how I feel. I am on the outside of everything and when my friends talk to me I'm like Are they even talking to me? Yeah, or just the person you like? Desperate, yeah.
1: You like want attention, but then also once you get it, you're like, don't actually look at me, (laughs) (laughs) please. Don't don't Ah! interrogate my soul. Um,
0: she's like, I don't. I'm not used to all this boy attention, and then she's like, I'm gonna have to let these guys down easy.
1: I. Love the side background characters of Eric v. Mike. Yes. Who really want Bella's attention. Bella knows this and she lets them like follow fight her around her. and fight over her because she thinks it's funny and also it protects her from snowballs. In a literal sense, they're physical barriers. <laughs> and I love it.
0: She's like, I could see that they were going to throw snowballs at each other. So I just walked away. <laughs> But then, finally, um, when Edward comes back, she really has her first real conversation with anyone. With anyone, it's Suddenly. the longest we
1: heard her talk. Yeah, out loud.
0: Suddenly, like he's asking her the right questions, and she doesn't know why, but she's just answering them honestly.
1: I guess we should now segue into Edward. Yes, if we're, like she, he's the one who unlocks Bella.
0: Wow. She, he's, she's just waiting for a man's key, and Edward has it.
1: That is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's unfortunate that it takes this man to a... Uh, boy. Well, Ageless we'll learn PA. that we'll learn that he's like a hundred years old man and she is uh and she is uh fifteen. I, I don't know. I don't think we actually know yet what no. grade she's in.
0: Um so you heard our um we read a bit about Edward's description in the book, first yeah. physical description. Um, but he's introduced really fast. They jump right in to introducing the colons. It's like page nine or something like that, right? Yeah,
1: the book is really quickly- Oh no, introduced. it's like
0: 18, but it's still pretty fast. Um, It's right in chapter one. I figured it would be chapter two, but I was wrong. I hope you enjoyed hearing that fact. The though.
1: things about Twilight that, in, that uh, surprised us.
0: Basically, we spend, after seeing them at the top of a page, we spend about five pages describing how hot- all the colon slash hails are and how mysterious they are, and that's it. Hot and mysterious, hot and mysterious, hot and mysterious. And
1: Bella correctly ass- assesses: if you're that hot and mysterious, you can get anything in this world.
0: <laughs> she does, but she then she's like, "Wow, how could they still be so hot and still be so unpopular?" That was yeah. my favorite. She's
1: a real Mother Teresa. She's really um, <laughs> looking out for the the weak.
0: She does a. She does a good job at us being supposed to be scared and obsessed with him. But
1: what's also weird is um Bella describes him, because everything we know about anyone is through Bella's point of view. Um she just t- says he's scary. Oh but he and never over. does anything. He just stands well, there and like is tense.
0: The fist, I think, she, is like scary. makes a fist
1: and then like, she like sees his like muscly forearms, which Honestly, yeah, if you're sitting next to a man who who appears to have strength and you don't know where he's going to put it, that is scary. Yeah. Um, But other than that, he doesn't do a lot. So it's also like almost everyone else in this book, Bella just telling us people's character traits. And if she says it enough, it's true.
0: I was going to say at the top of this page that I opened, because Bella literally says she's scared and has a crush on them. It's the first like overt crushing. At the top of this page, I did write. These books tell, not show,
1: no, yeah, exactly. If you're confused about where we are in anyone's psyche or position with each other, um Bella will tell you, but careful. The next page you'll say it wasn't like that at all.
0: <laughs> A lot of the descriptions of the colon says they were complete opposites, but they were also the exact same. It's very fun, um, but so on page fifty four is where I am, Chris, and she says, I was still frightened of the hostility I sometimes felt emanating from him. And I was still tongue tied whenever I pictured his perfect face.
1: Yeah, there's explicit times where she says, I'm attracted to him because I'm afraid of him. Earlier on, when he's trying, he's trying to transfer out of Bella's biology class on the first day because he's like so upset by her. Um, Turns out it's because he's so horny. (laughs) Um, But like she sees him and she's like, I was so frightened, but also I couldn't stop thinking about him. And it's like, I don't want to so quickly turn to the, this is a dangerous book for teens but we're close but we're getting there. i
0: think it gets less dangerous for a while and then it gets more dangerous again yeah and it's complicated because frankly it is a vampire romance book like to an extent it's dangerous to be around vampires period
1: that's how i feel about when when um edward is like fully gaslighting her bella into misremembering the events of the car crash Because he's like, I'm a magic vampire, I don't you telling people I'm a magic vampire. So I'm going to have to lie and say that that didn't happen.
0: It's hard because, like, we learn that he's gaslighting. Gaslighting is objectively bad. But when you're like, magic, you have to. You have
1: to. But the problem is it's mixed with other things where he will sort of gaslight her and just normal stuff. Yeah. Or he'll just be like, you feel a certain way. And she'll be like, not really. And then he'll say, "Mm, but you do.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of like Bella saying, it wasn't a question after he says, like, so you moved here?
1: Yeah, he like he like definitely enjoys, and again, it's weird because he's an adult. He's a hundred years old <laughs> because he knows that he makes Bella uncomfortable, and he smiles a lot. That's the what I The Crooked smile. He smirks at Bella the whole time, which is so off putting to me. Smile, it's a nasty
0: smile. It's a this- <laughs> crooked smile. It's hot. When you're no. a teen, you're like, "What is a crooked smile? I want that." Um, this is going to be a hot Gilmore Girls take, but oh, yeah. Edward's very much the Jess. And Taylor Lautner, Jacob, is very much the dean, I think, in that Jess is like the intellectual, like sensitive, kind of mean, aloof, gaslighting one. (laughs) But like, that's the one they picked. the better
1: one of the two. Spoiler alert, we are Team Edward. Even (laughs) though I'm saying he creeps me out.
0: We're going to yell about this enough, so we won't get into it today a lot. But it's the only team. There was only ever one team.
1: Well, except for my Team. Team. Charlisle.
0: Oh yes, and my team, team Rosella.
1: Rosella,
0: hot That's Spanish. Good. <laughs> 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 um, I think like the last things we should say about Edward are, um, he does I think bring out the the best Bella that we see.
1: I think I I think it's because um he forces Bella to answer questions. Or he actually asks people and he's not just like, you're the new girl, right?
0: <laughs> bye! He like listens to her answers. Yeah, the other
1: kids are like playing snowball fights and planning to go to the beach, which is what teens do. Yeah. But Bella like wants someone to actually connect with her and he's trying. Yeah. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. I think that's also what you see in Edward and like what makes him sort of attractive.
0: Another positive is he, we know, risks his family's identities and safety to save this girl's life.
1: And he didn't have to, as he says. He doesn't know why. And I think that's an honest answer. He doesn't know why he saved
0: her. And clearly his family is mad. Clearly he has like this weakness for her that we can't understand yet is where we are. But his family was like, you shouldn't have done that. It wrecked our whole thing here. But he was like, I gotta save this gal. Speaking of saving people, I really want to talk about Renee.
1: Renee. Renee is Bella's mom, who she leaves at the start of the novel.
0: And Renee is dying. (laughs) She (laughs) must be dying. (laughs)
1: It's not, <laughs> the way Bella describes her mom is shocking. Let's jump right in. Yeah, let's go. Of course,
0: she had Phil now, so the bills would probably get paid, there would be food in the refrigerator, gas in the car, and someone to call when she got lost, but still, dot, dot, dot. These are the first things Bella says about leaving her mother. Not, I'll miss her.
1: Not, my mom um, is my best friend.
0: Just how could I leave my loving, erratic, hair-brained mother to fend for herself? As if we're in a post-apocalyptic phoenix and she's going to have to walk for days (laughs) without water before she can find a phone and remember what Phil's number is.
1: But we don't know that's not the phoenix. We don't know the date of this this saga. We're going to discuss at a later time Maggie's thoughts about this being called the Twilight Saga.
0: (laughs) Stay tuned. That is what's coming down the pipeline.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she is so dismissive of her mom. She's so sad to go. But then later when her mom's trying to email her, (laughs) Bella's like, oh my god, my mom's trying to email me again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she didn't email her mom when she got in or had her first day of school. So her mom emailed me her like three times and then was like, I'm going to call your dad. And she's like, oh my god, mom, don't call dad.
1: Yeah, her mom's like, hey, I sent a couple emails. I'm going to call dad because... Uh, You know, I'm not getting anything from you. And Bella writes, Mom, calm down. I'm writing right now. Don't do anything rash, Bella. Just a quick email before sending a real email. Before sending a real one, where then she also has to remind her mom, your blouse is at the dry cleaners. You were supposed to pick it up Friday. Like, (laughs) mom is unable to take care of herself.
0: This is so crazy. She literally, her mom's second email is, Bella, I haven't heard from you. What's the deal? <laughs> I love Renee. I want the companion novel that is just Renee. The Twilight Saga.
1: Renee. Uh, and then Bella ends her last email to her mom. I'm not going to check my email every five minutes. Relax. Breathe. I love you, Bella. It's like, Bella, <laughs> her mom loves you a lot. And maybe she's a lot to deal with at home. But you're on email, so you can pretend to be nice.
0: You can pretend to be nice. That's my least favorite like-
1: thing about Bella is that she's kind of snippy with her mom. What I love about Bella is that she's so grateful for her dad Charlie's gift.
0: Oh my gosh, the best thing that this book does in the first 3 chapters is the relationship between Bella and Charlie.
1: It's it feels like the most actual these are two people with a history and emotions.
0: Yes, you the history feels palpable oh every time they interact and that is fun.
1: Yeah, it makes me. it reminds it makes you feel like you're reading um Makes you feel like you're reading a novel that wasn't um, like the second draft on a Word doc.
0: Yeah. Bella Bella (laughs) notices that all of her school pictures every single year, not missing a year, are up on the wall. And she is like, okay, you gotta take those down. And I'm
1: like, Charlie, that's so cute.
0: It's so sad. There's a moment I don't love Bella of um, where she's talking about Charlie. And um, she's like, it's crazy that he remembers all these normal things that happened in his adult life. Why? Which is so crazy because of course he does.
1: It's like, yeah, Bella, it's because you're his daughter and also you're estranged. Like, yeah. He, he saw her like once a summer, like every summer growing up or something. So of course he cares.
0: There's a moment where she realizes that like there are things that are left there still from when her mom lived there. And he never put them away. And she says, It's impossible being in this house not to realize that Charlie had never gotten over my mom. It made me uncomfortable. And I wanted to be like, Bella, it should make you sad for him. You should have some empathy. You can't just be like, It made me uncomfortable. Or maybe because
1: she's a teen, she doesn't know how to, that's like a complicated emotion. And she just experiences okay. it as discomfort.
0: You're okay. right. You're right.
1: I'm really I'm dif- being tough on
0: her, but I highlighted that and I was like, Gross, Bella. Just feel sorry yeah, for him. Yeah, I think him, it was a that's little mean. You feel.
1: My favorite thing about Charlie, which leads to Carlyle, mm. if you don't know, Carlisle is the name of the the Cullen doctor. patriarch, the doctor, Doctor Cullen. Um, and Bella brings the Cullens up, and then she's like, "They're super weird, right?" This is after like she heard about them at school and saw them. And Charlie instantly jumps to the defense <laughs> of Doctor Carlyle, um, basically being like, "He um, is a great doctor. He sh- he doesn't need to be in this small town." He's doing a great service. He's so handsome.
0: She's like, they're all really hot. And her dad is like,
1: well, you should see the doctor. He's the hottest. One of the teens at the school says that Dr. Colin is like in his late 20s, which it's insane. It, can't, it can't be true. It could just be the way a teen thinks adults are aged sure. because he looks so young. But what if he is?
0: They're all supposedly adopted.
1: Yeah, they're, all, they're like adopted, but... Even the teens are like, these kids look like they're at least in college.
0: There's a very funny moment where the friend that she's talking to is like, it's so weird that they're all together and living together. (laughs) And then she's like, well, it's not Bella's like, it's nice that those young people, married people brought in all these teens, like took in these teens. And the teen goes, the friend goes, yeah, well, I don't think they can actually have kids of their own. (laughs) And Bella's like, does that make it? Less of a good deed? <laughs> I,
1: don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, don't I know, think they, they're infertile. So it doesn't count as chaos. <laughs> uh, And yeah, I love that Charlie loves Dr. Carlisle so much. I can't wait. I don't know if they ever do really interact. Maybe not until the end when like their families come together when the secret's been let out. But I can't wait for that to happen because um, Charlie's in love with Dr. Carlisle.
0: Here's some Charlie highlights. Mm. Um, Charlie calls Renee when Bella goes to the hospital.
1: He knows that Bella is going to be upset by it, but he's also like, your mom needs to know that you were almost hit by a car.
0: Your mom needs to know, even though it's the first few days of her living with him. So it's like, you know, with custody things, those are complicated. It's important to be upfront and tell your ex-wife that her kid almost got hit by a car. I love the little bit where he's like, you got to call your mom. And she's like, dad. And he's like, well, I don't, it's like a little fun. But I think the objectively highlight of all three chapters moment is when Bella gets out of her truck on the icy day at school and says, I saw why I'd had so little trouble. Something silver caught my eye and I walked to the back of the truck, carefully holding the side for support to examine my tires. There were thin chains crisscrossed in diamond shapes around them. Charlie had gotten up who knows how early to put snow chains on my truck. My throat suddenly felt tight. I wasn't used to being taken care of, and Charlie's unspoken concern caught me by surprise.
1: I wrote two big hearts next to that passage.
0: Great passage. Pretty well written. I was going to say that, like, it, like,
1: evoked something. It was nice. And it was nice to see Bella have a real response to this person who she... You know, has been a little distant too.
0: And that's just that Bella does respond to actions.
1: Yeah. She Her that love was language a show, is not acts to tell. Of
0: yeah. Charlie got up and showed how he felt about his daughter. And then
1: Bella didn't just say, I loved him. She said, My throat got caught. I wasn't expecting it. It
0: was a surprise was act. A
1: nice, yeah. that's Great nice. moment.
0: Shining moment in the first three chapters.
1: That yeah, that was probably the peak. That's the best, biggest takeaway from these.
0: Yeah. Well, wow. let's take a break.
1: Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Hagendorf. You know me. I'm the doctor who you all know before that other doctor came into town. You know, the handsome one? <laughs> uh, anyways, you know, he, he's handsome and he, he, he does medicine good, but hey, so do I. <laughs> I went to med school too here in Washington. Not in Alaska. Who knows what they teach him up there? Don't go to him. <laughs> okay, guys, please. <laughs> I need mean this. No one's come to me. I've given... No c sections, and I love that about my job. Please, uh, Dr. Hagendorf, I'm ugly. So, now we're going to talk about things that aren't really in the main discussion, but they're just small things that we read and we just can't. Uh, we just keep thinking about what we want to share with we you. We don't
0: know where to file them in our brains, no. we cannot stop thinking about them. I'll start, Chris. Yep. Um, here are two sentences that Stephanie Meyer writes. <laughs> Bella writes in her diary, Um, in one paragraph, she says, she's just walked into her room. She got to Forks, she walked up with her stuff, and now she's in her room looking around. The room was familiar. It had been belonged to me since I was born. It had been belonged to me since I was born. First of all, rooms don't belong to people that way. Just say, it was my room since I was born.
1: (laughs) Weird construction.
0: Um, Another, at the very bottom of that paragraph, she says, The rocking chair from my baby days was still in the corner. (laughs) Who says from my baby days? Oh, that's just the blanket from my baby days. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Those tiny shoes, those are from back in my baby days. Those were from back in my New York days. Yeah,
1: it's like like an old starlet being like, Oh, those were back in my off-Broadway days.
0: Those... They were back in my goo goo ga baby days, baby. <laughs> okay, Chris, you're It's up.
1: very funny. Um, I can't stop thinking about. Um, uh, Bella goes to her first English class at her new school, and then she gets the reading list, uh, of which, for some reason, she's read everything, <laughs> um, which is strange. A lot, Maggie. Because, again, I don't know what grade she's in. She says her reading list has works from these authors, Bronte, Shakespeare, Chaucer, and Faulkner. Which is, it's like, it's like Stephanie Meyer pulled out four authors that she knew were famous. But like, I don't know what, what, cl- I guess like in high school, I took like an English class that went over like a lot of different art periods, but these are from like, let's see, Bronte, it was 19th century. Shakespeare is like 17th. Chaucer is it's like, middle, it's 15th centuries. That? Faulkner is 20th century. So it's like, there's not even like a progression.
0: No. It's and they're not all from the same place. It's not like in our high school, we had non-American lit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: it's not that. And we had American lit. And it's not that.
1: No. Uh, it's nothing. I wish it was just Chaucer is what I'm saying.
0: We loved. In this house, we, we stand. Lo- we stand Chaucer. We
1: f- He's a nasty boy. He, <laughs> he is a woman who released a, a podcast slash epic poem um, mm. that was a nasty boy's book.
0: It was a nasty boy's book of riddles.
1: It's a book of riddles where people kiss people's hairy buttholes. Okay, it's my turn. Yeah.
0: Um, Something that I cannot stop thinking about is the truck. I've never been able to stop thinking about the truck. Once my brother, as a journalist, interviewed a girl who owned the Twilight truck. I fell in love with the truck in high school. We would drive past it, named Emerson. It was blue, but here's what Bella's truck is like. Faded red color big rounded fenders and a bulbous cab. To my in- intense surprise, I loved it. I didn't know if it would run, but I could see myself in it. Iconic Room for her boots and flannel in the back. This is lesbian canon to a T. She's not very butch. She's more footch
1: Um, ladies and gentlemen, DM us what is footch?
0: It is Maggie
1: knows that. Maggie knows, but i she's never been able to translate that knowledge to my brain. If you guys can tell me what footch is, please let me know. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. My last thing that i um can't stop thinking about is Charlie can't cook food for himself, which is a, a downside to my biggest crush, Charlie um mustache, policeman dad um he can't make food, so Bella decides he's gonna make she's gonna make dinner of steak and salad, steak, and potatoes. In the steak, she marinades for hours. In the fridge. In the fridge. I don't think you should ever marinate steak. Hot take.
0: I like a little marinade.
1: Steak should just be salt. Um, Regardless. And and maybe herbs in the pan. Okay. Uh, But she marinates it for hours, and then she puts it in the broiler. (laughs) He's coming home. He's like, oh, my man's coming home. So she puts a a a marinated cold cold fridge steak. Into the broil, into her oven to broil.
0: <laughs> she literally says, I highlighted this too. She literally says, Quickly, I threw the steak in to broil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which which is, A, no high schooler has ever used the broiler. In their, in their, in their, in their oven. But also, that steak is going to be nasty. <laughs> it's it's going to be, be charred. It's going to be charred on the top and raw and gray on the inside.
0: And wet. It's gonna be just covered in a pan of juice. <laughs> okay, that's a great image.
1: That's all I can say. Ugh. Twilight did us good. I'm glad we went back to it.
0: I am too. We're gonna have so much fun on this pod. Yeah. Um, you guys, we've been saying loosely that you can DM us, but there are actual places that you can do. There that. are
1: place. Well, place.
0: Well, place to DM.
1: Place to DM.
0: You can DM us at our Insta, baby. It is called. Edward is a vampire pod. That's Edward is a vampire pod.
1: And if you want to send us something more long form, want to send us pictures of you reading, want to send us a voice memo of your reactions. That's to you, Morgan. (laughs) That's to you. Um, If you want to do that, feel free to email us at edwardisavampirepod at gmail.com. We're going to be looking every day for your info. <laughs>
0: Please. Please let um, us know. If you have a hot take and you want to come on the pod, as we said earlier, we'd love to host you. If you don't want to come on the pod but do have a hot take, just tell us. If you remember reading them or you are an adult and you remember your friends or your even your kids reading them, tell us. We would love to hear some weird little stories that you have. Review us on iTunes.
1: Subscribe and hit the bell. Hit the bell. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, find us on Spotify, wherever you you get podcasts, as they say. But please do live an iTunes review. That is what keeps us alive. (laughs) And
0: we really need that Volvo spawn. We
1: need it. Volvo. Oh, Okay, bye. See you later. Bye. Love you. Oh flick. goodness. All right. <laughs>